Aloha Kohala. It's three o'clock on December 14th, 2023. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. This is Intuitive Talk Story with Isla Allgood and... And Mikkel Anna. And we're happy to be here with you today in this December, getting near the end of the year. I'm like, what day is it? The 13th. Yesterday was 12-12. I like those numbers. Mm -hmm. Some say it was a portal day. I think uh, all numbers are portals. I think every day is a portal day, day, if you want it to be. Every day is an opportunity (laughs) to to grow, to expand, to embody something you'd like to embody. And to be more of our true, authentic selves. And... um, and yeah, there's a lot up in the ethers. There's a lot going on at this time. Wow, as there always is at the end of a year, of course. We have that normal uh, end of year wrap up, mm-hmm. holiday, and all of that family. And also, you know, a difficult time at such for a lot of people, too. The holidays can be difficult as much as they can be celebratory. And with all that kind of normal stuff going on, we've also have, on top of that, we have all this really um, big shift opportunities that have been rolling through this entire year for Mm -hmm. us to discard um, and uh, release density and move into greater harmony with where we want to be going and choosing love and peeling away our programming and our emotional wounding as um, many of you who are listening are committed to doing on the path of unity, committed to creating a better place for all of us to exist within as we vibrate this template upward and vibrate the earth into uh, a frequency which is um, conducive for creativity, growth, cooperation, learning, love, expansion. Ah, yummy, yummy. Yeah, so uh, spiraling up, that's uh, part of what we're doing, and we're doing it whether we're conscious of it or not. And uh, you mentioned density, and I was thinking about that, feeling about that the other day, how third dimension, third density, people use them interchangeable. And I feel they do that because... Um, because it is denser. Third dimension is more dense than the fourth dimension, the fifth dimension, the first dimension. Each is different. So if you hear that terminology, dimension versus density, it's pretty much the same thing, just phrasing it in different ways. Um, and density makes actually more se- Like I can, my, my third dimensional brain can wrap itself around densi- third density, fifth density, maybe a little bit easier than dimension. Mm. It seems so abstract. So that makes <laughs> it seem more concrete, more, uh, more uh, tangible. Logical in this, uh, in tangible where my brain can, is, yeah. Yeah, well, we can really, we can describe density and actually feel it. Yeah. You know, we can kind of feel into density. So, um, you know, a, a great way, that's a, how we've talked about the vibratory mm-hmm. uh, frequencies and moving up that vibratory ladder as we move at a lower density and vibrations and frequencies. So they're all kind of a similar thing there. Mm-hmm. And so those lower emotions, which really are like, I'm really hate myself or not feeling good about myself or feeling in shame or angst. I'm going to be in lower density frequencies, these 203 um, energies. As I move up the frequency ladder, that 300, right? Mm-hmm. You start to get into your 3D, yeah. your will. You're kind of like you're moving mm-hmm. into that. But we still, to get into the fifth dimensional or five density, as Isla was just saying, we have to move into these higher emotions, higher frequencies. And they actually cease to be emotions. They're vibrations. Mm-hmm. So 
love as an energy, mm-hmm. not as an emotion, mm-hmm. which is a big difference. There is a difference. We, you know, I think in the English language, we use one word to say an awful lot of things. So, Right. Whereas if you kind of break apart love, let's see if I can remember all of the aspects of like agape, love, eros, love, mm-hmm. which are different types of love mm-hmm. that real, you know, unconditional spirit love or is it a romantic love is it mm-hmm. a, fam- a family love mm-hmm. so there's lots of different love love of a friend mm-hmm. love of a neighbor we have all sorts of different love of chocolate love of <laughs> chocolate yeah we have all sorts of different loves and we use that we do use that word rather loosely, loosely yes yeah. <laughs> so you can apply your own meaning there uh, uh-huh. but when we say the energy and vibration of love that really is referring to a field of unity. And this field of unity, it, you could describe it more as a place of no judgment, a place of like, yeah, wow, more like excitement, curiosity, because there's, it's everything is one thing. And in that, so like I look at Isla and go, oh, well, I, I mean, we're not the same at all. And yet I go, oh, God, I'm just fascinated by whatever. Tell me a story. I mean, I just want to learn what... The eyes of God see through you. Mm, mm-hmm. See, like, because mm-hmm. everything is the eyes of God having an experience right now on the leading edge of experience. Mm-hmm. We're literally all on this leading edge, and we are each a facet of the infinite having this miraculous experience. So it's kind of like everyone is, if we see everyone as just another aspect of the infinite it's just really exciting to have any contact with any of them that's right and it's Mm -hmm. it's and that's where curiosity comes in for me like to be more curious especially when someone moves through the world very different than i do rather than judgy or just like i'm going to stay away from that person because they're they're strange or they're not like me but rather to go to that place of curiosity, like, wow, I wonder what makes her tick. Like, <laughs> And we can see like when those places, when if you feel yourself try to be curious and you go, oh, instead something comes up, usually the reason someone can't get to curiosity is because something hits something on the personal level. Like it hits my own, well, I should be doing more. Mm. I should have really, mm-hmm. you know, gosh, I should really get my stuff together. Maybe I should do this. I might have some attachment or judgment on myself. If I'm in a judgy place, it's because I'm judging myself. Right. Right. And I think yeah. I should be doing something better yeah. and I'm not good enough. And yeah. that's still me activating and I'm not good enough or some sort of program. So those are like great like ways to if I can't get into curiosity, hmm, maybe there's an emotional wounding I need to take a look at, mm-hmm. draw into that and get my peace. Back to we're on this game of retrieving our pieces. Um, you know, through this earth, biological, organic life, earth system, we are learning our lessons and understanding ourselves. And we're gathering the fragmented pieces of ourselves that we scattered when we were wounded. You know, when something happens to us, we bleh, and we lose a piece. So that's what we're doing. And as we pick up those pieces and spiral up to that next place, and then we do the same thing, pick up pieces, spiral up kind of this ever-expanding journey. But one thing that we want to note that Isla and I are both talking about earlier is, I don't know if you're feeling it out there, but the when I said that biological, organic life really mean the emphasis there because the um, inorganic, artificial, intelligent 
energies are really skyrocketing and mm-hmm. really reaching in at all levels of our lives at this point. And I feel it's critical to mention it and critical for us to pay more attention to what is happening um, as an energy worker and, and seeing things in with clients. I'm seeing a lot of hookups to devices, artificial energies. So let's, let's sl- sl- slow it down because there's a lot there. And although that's your language, someone else may not quite understand. So I'm gonna right. I'm gonna play the the other person <laughs> who doesn't quite understand. As you talk about, uh, as we we mention AI and artificial, uh, and and being on the computer and being on the phone and uh, and all the energy that's going through us all the time with Wi-Fi and whatnot. Just break it down to one thing that you've you've noticed in your work with well, people. The first thing we can talk about is we are electromagnetic beings. Right. We are electromagnetic. We are life source energy. So when essence, we're batteries, we're energy. So all these electromagnetic frequencies that are being put into our air, into our field, the towers, the cell phone towers, the continual input of frequency boxes being put in all over is a concern to all biological life. I was just reading an email um, I, from an organization here in Hawaii talking about what's affecting the birds of Kauai mm. and Maui. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about transistors, transmitters that were put on some of the birds. The three birds that managed to get that transmitter off their foot survived all the other ones died Mm. these electromagnetic frequencies that are being transmitted are not beneficial to life force Mm -hmm. and they are indeed affecting us um you know i see all sorts of things in my work but i also feel all sorts of things my own self Mm -hmm. right you know i mean just the frequencies you you can feel the impact it has on your own body and Mm -hmm. just to give you an opportunity to say something there first (laughs) yeah and and to be aware of it without being afraid of it you know you you're aware of it and then what can you do about it you don't sleep with the phone next to you you don't sleep with the computer going you know you you create an environment for yourself uh that has less of that we cannot necessarily take the wi-fi out of the air because that's you know the cell the cell service and all that, but we can do things within our home, and then we can y- you know we can use shungite and other gems to protect ourselves. And uh, there's a lot you can do. Well, yeah. and I want to uh, yeah I agree with all of that, and um, I think it's kind of a little bit of both because we need to do our own personal protection, and that's really what mm. kind of the whole basis of my teachings is tools, energetic tools of empowerment so that you can manage your energy knowing where you're existing in. So when you realize we are existing in an energetic game, there is all these frequencies, dimensions, this is what's really going on. That's why I teach energetic tools, because we are existing mm-hmm. in this framework. So yes, we, we can't change everything out there, although we do have an impact. So we have an impact with our thoughts, A, what I'm thinking, and go, oh no, they're gonna put up that thing if I'm always, I'm actually helping create it if I'm saying that, mm-hmm. right? So I wanna just create that nothing is going to exist here to impact my life, 
that is of a a nefarious nature. That first and foremost, I have that belief system rolling. It's not to say I'm sticking my head in my ground. I'm putting um, putting out there what it is you'd like to have happen. Mm -hmm. And then as you know, if we have opportunity, if someone sends you an email and it says, hey, cell tower going in, can you please say no? Well, then you actually click yes on that thing and you do something with that and you Mm -hmm. take an action towards what it is you're wanting because really kind of when you make the intention, the things show up. They'll just kind of show up Mm -hmm. to take action. Oh, I was just thinking about that. And here's now the opportunity for me to do something. Mm -hmm. If I ignore that, now I'm not really being in alignment with what I've put forth. So I do have to be in awareness and pay attention and now do some action steps to help create that reality and then then yeah, i want to i wanted to okay. add to that which is uh sometimes speaking up about these things with the people that you interact with a lot of people just don't think about it yeah we don't so, know so we if, keep up with everything. if you share with someone like i i make sure my phone is never on 5g i don't want that wherever i go in the world and I make sure that other people know that about me and my phone. If they want to talk about it, we can talk about it. If they don't want to talk about it, maybe they'll go do a search and find out why did she why did she want to do that. But it can create conversation uh, where other people get aware of something maybe they weren't before. And also, I'm I'm talking about it, but I'm also listening. I'm listening to what you say. I'm listening to someone bring something up. I had never heard that before. Let's explore that. And the phones, so it is about managing these things. And one thing we talk about is putting a phone or a computer before you use it, you just kind of put it in a golden orb of light. Mm. You are that powerful to just visualize it in light. And it's a portal and that anything can't come through it. First off, do that. I had a client that we, she's the one who even said, oh, I I know exactly how that hooked up. We saw a number of hookups in the head. It was like she had a helmet on her head with a ton of wires connected to it. Mm. That's what it looked like. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, it's because I was wearing the earbuds, the airless earbuds. I had them in my ear all night last night. Mm. And it literally connected her like a helmet. helmet. Yeah. So... Yeah. So see, we have to be more aware. I personally wouldn't wear those myself. I yeah. wouldn't suggest wearing them. I would suggest putting your thing on speaker. Yeah. Having um, they now make some AirPod buds that have air about you know ten inches down, so the radiation is a foot away from your your body. Still, they have those kind of things, different mm-hmm. technologies. And really, you know, is it that important to be on the phone all <laughs> yeah. the time? Yeah. I know we want to listen to music, too, and all these kind of things. But we really, this is why breaking agreements. So this kind of is why I talk about breaking agreements with everything. Because we agree to things when we put those things in our ears. Mm-hmm. We agree to stuff unknowingly. Mm-hmm. And so that comes into severing those contracts, agreements, promises, oaths with anything. And you can do that at any time just by speaking it, intentionalizing it, and using your breath and seeing it done. You brought up, uh, you know, for, for us to, to visualize what we want uh, in, in relationship to this. And because we're coming to the end of the year and a new year, this is a time for all of us to be visualizing the new world that we want. And it may start just your day-to-day world. And yeah, I'll, I'll close that. <laughs> uh, it, could, it could just be this moment 
uh, this week and what you want to visualize. And then there's also the bigger picture. What mm -hmm. kind of world do you want to live in? Rather than uh, focusing so much on what's going on out there that scares you or worries you or, oh, I hope that doesn't happen. Forget about I hope that doesn't happen. It's what do I want to see created? Okay, I see that's going on over there. Okay, what do I want to see created in this in this right. world? And it's back to that analogy that we talk about a lot, which is we look at the house, we want to see if there's a hole in the wall. We don't want to be ignorant of any problems. We don't want leakage in our roof. We want to know what we need to address. And that's kind of all this, when you look at the worldscape, think of it more like you're just checking the house. You just want to know the conditions you're dealing with. What is the environment? What do we got? What are we working with? Everything looks good. Or yeah, there's the, a pink elephant in the room. We just know the pink elephant's there, and then you deal appropriately. Mm -hmm. It's so that you can manage things and know what you're dealing with, so you're not taken off guard, not in surprise, you're not in shock. We're not surprised when things go certain ways. We have tools to then meet it, because as we often know, we can't really. Uh, you know, have no effect on really what's going to happen, but how we deal with what happens is right. often our opportunity. Right. We can't control everything. Yeah. And it's really uh, seeing what happens and, and having the tools to deal with that. And personally, I love surprise. So I hope I still am surprised. Right, uh, right. The surprise part is fine. Uh, whether it's something wonderful or less than wonderful. And then it's like, how do I work with the surprise now oh wow i didn't know that was going to happen uh, okay what well, can i, guess I do there's no way to get around being surprised <laughs> to an extent because we don't we never know I mean, we don't know what's going to happen on any level it's just a grand mystery so it sure is it's, it's um i guess but if it's being unattached to the surprise like yeah. just knowing that's what it is well and also what comes up for me around the word surprise is control and uh, if we recognize you know we can't control everything. Uh, we yeah. may not control much of anything. Right. But, uh, everything so. and nothing all at once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we were talking about judge, you know, judging, uh, when we judge other people, we judge ourselves because uh, we're judging ourselves. And I know I've brought this up before, and there's a, there's a line there for me about Mm, judging somebody or something, I see that over there and I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Why are they doing that sort of thing? And then suppressing it, saying, oh, I shouldn't judge. I know better than that. What am I doing that for? And then going to the next step, which is, yeah, what am I doing that for? Mm -hmm. Is there something in me that, that's triggered with that? What is that? Rather than making me wrong for, for having that moment, it's, it's, let it inform me. Yeah, and that one that you just said to me, like I can feel where that may have come from back in my in my life when I was, and I, it usually came from me from like a place of like, like, you know, you're supposed to do something and why aren't they should be doing what they're supposed to do. I have to do what I'm supposed to do. Oh, especially as kids, right? Yeah, like. I have to wash the dishes. How come he didn't take out yeah, the trash like, yet? Yeah, it's almost like a sense of, uh, fairness or yeah. you know like we're all supposed to do the things we're supposed to do kind of thing or mm -hmm. how come he doesn't have to do what he is supposed to do or so so seeing where those things came from and then yeah. being able to move into a place of neutrality which is really by meeting our own place where we got mess mixed up with that feeling right a feeling like oh i wasn't seen or i wasn't valued or i wasn't 
get enough, mm-hmm. right? Moving through that. And then you get to move into a different framework mm-hmm. and that allows us freedom. Yeah. And also going to appreciation and gratitude, which you were talking about the chart, which I was just looking at uh, the other day. I think I posted it on Facebook. You know, where shame and guilt are low frequencies. Yeah, and, shame. you know, anytime we're in experiencing any of those lower vibrational emotions to go to gratitude. Where is the gratitude? Where can I find gratitude in this moment? Because it helps us go up. And that brings up kind of like what you were just saying about seeing somebody else do something. So it's not necessarily, there's not right or wrong to be in a a negative emotion or to have an experience of shame or this or the other. I have experienced all the gamut of all those things. And they were part of my growth and my experience in moving forward. So we don't know why someone is where they are either. We don't know what they're learning and what karma, what they've drawn in, what they're actually, we're all creating our movie to experience a lesson. We don't know where Mm. in their movie they are. We don't know the journey. It's not our journey. We're all in our own unique path. So that's the real easy, critical way to go, right? I mean, again, we're just all in this game. If you see it like, oh, if you were to close your eyes and open your eyes and you're somewhere else, like, hey, how was the earth game? You know, it's like, oh, that's right. I'm only in the game. So all these individuals are all having their very own experience and they have their own play board, their own score, their own, the whole gig. Mm-hmm. We don't know where they are in the game, what level they're on, nothing, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Right. All right. And it's not a competition. No. We're in a we're in a world where competition is a big part of the societies that we we live in and this is not what this life is about. It's No, so where I'm speaking from is nothing to do with competition. Um, I'm No, I didn't think so. Yeah, I'm speaking it of it from a place of like just understanding that you're like all different players are playing for their, themselves. Like everyone's right. just in their own journey experiencing their experience for themselves. And so when you understand that, it's like my experience and their experience, we're just touching for a brief moment. I'm learning something, they're learning something, whatever that exchange is meant to be. But my, I'm in control of my experience and I, they may not understand anything that I'm experiencing because it, it doesn't make any sense to them because it's not part of their journey and they, it's not what they need to learn. Right. So we're all just totally in our own experience. And I realize, yeah, I don't. I live so far apart from the competition model uh, in my daily life, so it feels so far away. But I do realize that people, I guess, in the cities are still, or in a lot of places, are still navigating. Well, a I just real think of sports because I'm I'm a sports kind of person and <laughs> yeah. I love sports and I love to play games. And I've been accused of being very uh, competitive, and I, I am. I'm competitive with me. I want to do my yeah, best. that's how I am, that's too. So if I we're like playing Scrabble. I like to win, too. Yeah, and you win, but I gave it my best, and I, uh, that's okay with me. So like, I'm it's like not that. About that. Like if we played a game, which we haven't, but we should. Uh. If we played a game, I would be just as comp- like, oh, I'm going to beat you, Isla. Yes. But I'm not attached. I just like to do my best because it's fun to be my best. Right. Like I dance hard. I skate hard. I do everything like is full throttle Mm -hmm. because I kind of like to live 100% period. Mm -hmm. Like why do anything if I'm not going to do it 100%? But it's not personal to you and I'm not competing with you. Right. I'm just doing it for me. So it has no competition involved at all. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. So actually I'm going to say you're not competitive. 
that so I would stop labeling yourself that because I don't think of myself as being competitive. I right. think of myself as striving to be my best self. Yes. And if my best self is pretty awesome, well, that's great. Right. Cool. And if your best self is pretty awesome, that's cool too. I'm not in competition with you being your best self. I can be my best self and so can you and we can both be bad. <laughs> dunk, dunk, dunk. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. And when I uh, am engaged in some sport that where, you know, we're keeping score so we know who's getting the better Mm -hmm. whatever, uh, I often focus energy on the other people to be at their best. Because when we're all at our best is when the game is the most fun and the most challenging and the most meaningful and I get the most growth yes. not when it's like oh I won that you know they didn't hit it they they missed every shot yeah, so I won it's like oh no, yeah no I didn't work for it yeah. yeah you want a good game yeah that's what earth is we want a good game we want so a good game if you want a good game you got to kind of put 100% in I mean why even go play pickleball if you're just going to be like nah, I don't wanna right if you're just going to give it 50% you know it's like if you going to go play the game play it 100% or stay home and do <laughs> your best which isn't go big or go home, which no. isn't yeah which isn't the best like my best at pickleball is might not, not be same. your best no, at pickleball. No, you're going to kick my butt at pickleball, And, and somebody else's, <laughs> right, and someone else is going to kick my butt. And, exactly. And it's all good. And that's great. Yeah. Like, I love it. I'd yeah. be stoked. That would know? be fun. Right? It's like champion one another just to be your best. And that's how it is with dance. I mean, like, we're all a team. Like, we, we train together. You're, I'm in, you're encouraged by me getting lower. You want to get lower. And I see yes. your arm go, but I'm going to get my arm bigger. Not because yeah. I'm trying to be better than you, but because I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to do it that good, too. Yeah. I want to play that good. I yeah. want to feel that. Mm, I'm going to be I want to try that move. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. It's more about empowering each other to be the best we can. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge, huge shift for most people in this culture, for sure. And the other part of that shift, which we touched on a little bit, but we were talking about emotions and then kindness. So telling the truth with people like being authentic, showing up authentically means you get to be in your truth and your power. That doesn't mean... A lot of people seem to equate, I don't know, it's come up a few times, like, oh, I never, I couldn't say anything. I wouldn't want to be mean. And I thought to myself, well, why would you need to be mean to tell the truth? I don't understand. You could just be nice and tell someone what you think. It doesn't have to be hurtful. So that's a really... uh, Well, and and I think there are truths that are spoken that someone, we can't control how someone else is going to hear it or receive it. What's important is how we present it mm-hmm. and our intention behind the presentation, mindful of our tone, mindful of our words, you know, depending on what it is. If it's a hard truth, yeah, you, you, you don't want to just go blasting it out there. You, you kind of, I think it's, it's my responsibility to think about how, how do I want to say that? It doesn't mean that the person's not going to get upset or whatever, but I know that I've done the best I can in presenting this truth, that's my truth, uh, and then then I then I send it with love and let it go. And the love I think is really important too. That 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 truth is spoken with love, not with judgment, not with uh, you you shouldn't have been that way or done that thing or. 
So that's an important what you just said. So like, let's say you were having a feeling of judgment, like you said, oh, what are those people doing over there? But let's say it's your family or it's something that mm-hmm. involves you. So if you're feeling some judgment, you'd first want to get out of that judgment, like do your own research into yourself. Why am I feeling that judgment? Feel that, get your emotional peace and release that energy so you can walk into a neutral place, be in zero. And now I can say to, you know, like, hey, you know, I could then actually have a conversation and be truthful mm-hmm. and maybe say, hey, I don't really think I'm just observing because I care about you and love you that maybe that's not the best place to put your, I don't know, your washer and dryer. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. I, I can't think <laughs> of a great example right now. But, you know, whatever you're trying to explain to someone, the back to what Isla was saying, it's delivery. Well, it could be, uh, I think one of the biggest things that we're, we're careful about saying to other people is when we see them in relationships that maybe aren't serving, that we observe that this, this doesn't look like it's going, it's, it's good for that person. Now, it could be, it's through my eyes that I'm seeing that, but is there a way for me to say that to that person that this is my opinion, this is what I feel without uh, either making them wrong or making them feel like now they can't talk to me about that person anymore because mm-hmm. I've expressed this. I think that's a really big thing with, with family and friends is, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to tell you that I'm still going out with him if you're going to be like that. You right, know, like and then they tend to hide They shut, shut it down. Well, and I think on the flip side of that, I've kind of asked my family at different times in my life, uh, you know, I said, I know, tell me what you really think. I want to hear what you really think. Yeah. And I don't take, but this comes back to what I talk about, unattached and amused. Yeah. If you live on a foundation of unattached and amused, you start there. Then yeah. you ask somebody the question. Yeah. You can actually hear it and get the feedback. Because what I do is I tack like a back to what I told you. I'm on the house. Like, I'm going to check all the holes. I want to know what you think because I'm going to check it against what I think and see if I miss anything. Yeah. If you bring up something that I haven't already thought of, yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, well, you know, that's an interesting point of view. I'll, I'm going to look, I will look into it because I want, I'm very thorough. Yeah. So I appreciate like, did I miss anything? Right. If you tell me stuff that's already like, well, I do already know that's a problem and I'm aware of it and it's like part of my stuff. I'm learning something and I get it and, and this right. is why. Then, uh, you know, I've done a TikTok. I've already yeah, checked yeah. that off. Like, yeah, I know that one. Okay, next. Yeah, I'm aware of that too. That one, mm, well, that's a good point. I'll look into it. Okay, next one. Yeah. Yep, I already know it. So it, I appreciate that kind of thing, but most yeah. people don't. <laughs> well, you, you're, you're saying that you, you ask for it. Yeah, you know. I like feedback. If you're asking for feedback, mm-hmm. that's different than the unsolicited advice feedback. Well, and I think, but though, if you are someone who enjoys learning and you intentionalize to become a person who wants to receive feedback, that then offers all of us the opportunity. If, if we all did that, then when you come to me, you then you feel more comfortable knowing, well, she's really open to feedback. Mm-hmm. So you're going to feel like, you know what, I could totally tell her the truth. Mm-hmm. And she'll receive oh, yeah. it. Yeah. See, so yeah. that creates more of an opening if we concentrate on being more open to just critical thinking. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break, speaking of critical thinking, because mm-hmm. it's that time. And then we will we'll be, right be back. back in, oh, well, that's, that's actually not supposed to be there. Sorry. <laughs> not yet, not yet. 
There we go. It's a rare and special thing for this small community at the end of the road in the middle of the Pacific to have its own community radio station. KNKR has been on the air for eight years now, and with your continued generosity, we can be on the air for another eight years. Keep us in mind when you have a few extra bucks. Go to our website, knkr.org, and find the donate button. It's simple and it's easy to donate to KNKR. It's a rare and special thing for this small community at the end of the road in the middle of the Pacific to have its own community radio station. KNKR has been on the air for eight years now and with your continued generosity, we can be on the air for another eight years. Keep us in mind when you have a few extra bucks. Go to our website, knkr.org, and find the donate button. It's simple and it's easy to donate to KNKR. It's a rare and special thing for this small community at the end of the road in the middle of the Pacific to have its own community radio station. KNKR has been on the air for eight years now, and with your continued generosity, we can be on the air for another eight years. Keep us in mind when you have a few extra bucks. Go to our website, knkr.org, and find the donate button. It's simple and it's easy to donate to KNKR. It's a rare and special thing for this small community at the end of the road in the middle of the Pacific to have its own community radio station. KNKR has been on the air for eight years now and with your continued generosity, we can be on the air for another eight years. Keep us in mind when you have a few extra bucks. Go to our website, knkr.org, and find the donate button. It's simple and it's easy to donate to KNKR. That's right, Kohala. There is a song in my heart, and it's thanks to KNKR. I love doing my show, Women's Voices. Please tune in every Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. You can catch it on your radio at 96.1, or you can go stream it at knkr.org. Thank you, 
Aloha and welcome back. It is 3.36 on December 14th, 2023. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. Uh, I'm sorry if I played something and it played like three times. I didn't know that was happening, but uh, on the public service announcement. Thanks this is, for bearing with us. Yes, this is Intuitive Talk Story with Isla Allgood and... Mikkel Anna. And uh, we are happy to be here with you. And uh, we were talking about truth and kindness. We started out with something earlier, if, if you're open to sharing a little bit more about cutting agreements. Yes, and, and in regards to... I was uh, talking about that in regards to AI and uh, devices, computers, phones. So I'll expand about on that. So when we are on the phone or device and back to that port, putting them in a, an orb of light, because it's a portal, you're opening up like a whole dimension. You get on there and boom. I mean, people have whole lives in there. People play games in there. They, they buy property in there. They do all sorts <laughs> of things in there. So it's a whole world. And that, that is part of the issue is that the AI timelines, the AI artificial world, is taking over many minds and it's becoming their primary world. Like what's going on in there is more important or more um, is, you know, primary to their real life. You know, this concept was brought up to me many years ago, but I, I didn't realize the magnitude until now. Like, I mean, you know, like these, here we are and it's like fast forward and oh my gosh, what happened? How do we get here to where everything is going to this AI generated everything from the computers to the actors to the songs to the this to this to that to that. But a girl had told me once, uh, an old classmate I'd run into many years ago, it said to me, gosh, you do so much in RL. And I said, what's RL? And she said, real life. And I went, wow, there is a reality where they actually refer to real life as RL. I'd never heard of such a thing. And now you can really see that so many people are living in these AI-generated lives or timelines. Like, do you know who I am on Facebook? Or do you know who I am on, on the Instagram or on this thing? And, and people are living inside there. And our kids my gosh, you know, like I've had opportunity to be, a, I've been a teacher of children for many years and had opportunity to be at lots of cool events and see tons of kids sitting on their phones when really cool things are happening. Mm -hmm. And they're all on their phones in the box instead of being present with real life. So we really have to make strides to create real experiences and to sever these agreements that we are making on these devices. So I kind of touched on it earlier that when we make these agreements, they can look like cords, wires, inputs into the body because they're literally vibrationally, dimensionally, it's another dimension. You're not just a 3D being. You're a really more of a, you know, more of a 33 dimensional being. So you have all this dimensional layers going on. So in other dimensional frameworks, we're having experiences. So when we're sitting on that computer and typing and then we go, you know, oh, I got to get my password. I have to check the box, terms and agreements. As soon as I do that, I've just agreed to a whole slew of things I may not understand. There could be things in there that aren't for my highest good. So immediately, we just like to take ownership. I, I'm not going to stop using my computer, right? So I'm going to take ownership of my energy field and say, as soon as I check that box, I get my password. Thank you. I now sever all agreements I made with this thing, any this whole deal, mm -hmm. and I release them to the other side of the veil. 
called death and sever them across all timelines now and take a breath. Your breath is powerful. Breathing can always be impactful. Blowing, breathing, use it. Pretend like you're a warrior, a superhero. (laughs) However you see that, we're all superheroes. We are all the infinite. We're all life force energy. And so this is all about claiming our life force, biological, organic life energy, and and kind of the whole transhuman movement, which Mm -hmm. you see Elon Musk and pairing with neural connectors and satellites in the sky and all these Mm -hmm. things that are happening. I'm not saying they're negative or I'm not having a judgment on it. I'm just saying, do we understand these technologies to the degree that we're deploying them? And do we know the effects upon ourselves? And so it's of utmost importance that we take real note of what's going on so we can learn, be protected and field our energies so that we uh, stay organic biological humans. Well, and, and to that awareness, I think with anything that we're doing, the more awareness we bring to it. So maybe I don't know the actual impacts of using my cell phone uh, or having it here or having it there, but I can make myself more aware and learn about it and research what I need to research to know logically more about it, but also get in touch intuitively what do you feel when you're been on the computer for two hours? Is, do you feel like you've been sucked into <laughs> into the portal of the uh, internet? Uh, maybe so. That's a good time to do the cutting of cords. Yeah, and yeah. also our food, which I'm gonna bring up too, because it just popped in. Like, ooh, if you're gonna talk about this at all, we need to mention the food too, because there's a lot of chemicals and compounds, and really these things that are not serving are really found in the molecular structures. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the chemicals, it's in all of those things lower the vibratory frequency. So for eating, you know, red number 40, uh, that's not gonna create a real great environment for light, love, and expansion in this vessel. So this is my house, this is my spaceship, this is my car, my vehicle, however you wanna think of it. And you want this thing to run like a Lamborghini, like a Jaguar. You know, you don't want to live in a jalopy. You know, you don't want to live in a Pinto. You don't want to live, you know. (laughs) So it's like, what kind of vehicle are you wanting? And that's how we have to treat it in order to run the light that is within us and maintain uh, our, our energy and be, you know, feeling good, alive. We have to feed our bodies real nutrition, real life force, prana, and be aware of what we're agreeing to in, in all facets of our life. And and I want to say, you know, I've the past two weeks I changed up my eating, and I was I was just doing a lot of snacking, eating too much bread uh, for quite a while, and noticed that it was preoccupying my mind. Uh, and my body wasn't feeling as good as it could be or as good as it has been. And within three days of taking out, I wasn't eating sugar, but taking out flour and not snacking on healthy or not healthy, it doesn't matter for me. It's mental. It's me- it uses up mental power for me. Uh, so to take that out after just a few days eating whole f- a lot of whole foods, fruits and vegetables, uh, protein, and drinking making sure I'm drinking enough water, 
uh, my mind just started to clear up and I started to feel that freedom mm-hmm. that I get from doing that. So, uh, so all those things are out there that can be very tempting. You know, you go into the store to get your oatmeal and you have to pass these other <laughs> things along the way. I've learned to look at the ceiling more than I used to uh, <laughs> when I go to the food store. If I'm feeling like vulnerable, mm-hmm. I'm just going to look up at the ceiling because there's nothing up there that I'm going to eat. Uh, so finding strategies to navigate because food is part of our day three usually three times a day i mean there's a food is part of our life you, it's not like smoking where you can give it up and you never have to look at a pack of cigarettes right you still gotta eat you still gotta eat and if you have family and you feed each other then you have to negotiate that all the time so this is where we we ask out here in kohala again encourage us all to you know plant more food grow stuff for ourselves and friends families share and also you know we have the koala food hub and we have you know hip ag and yep. we've got um we have the farmers market farm, the farmers market right and and, uh, and and the grocery stores do their best to bring yeah, in kohala some Grown local and is doing and a great organic job. yes so yes we have lots here so, and maybe you're listening from some other part of the world seek it out find it find where you can do it support local farms support local organic food if the more we eat locally and we support our local communities on that scale uh, you know obviously the better Mm -hmm. time we're going to have and sustaining real healthy food sources right Um, and so i really suggest staying out of you know kind of it's like the center of the big grocery store Mm -hmm. almost everything in there is in a box and it's got a whole bunch of stuff in there you really don't want in your body yeah. You know, it's like yeah. we take it back to real food. You get beans, rice, vegetables, fruit, some oil, butter, you know, yeah. bread, whatever you need. And, the, and then keep it simple. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So where are we going to go next? It's uh, 345. It's uh, December 14th. Well, you know, <laughs> it is. And, uh, you know, and we were talking about that kindness and truth yeah. and um, about really stepping in our truth. And I think all the things we're talking about is about living in an authentic truth and really living in empowerment and navigating your energetic field. So the more you understand about what's going on and what we're living in, like the world has changed. It's not the same place that we lived in five years ago. And we all have to adapt and learn what's going on, become aware and be, embody more awareness, especially if you are, if you're on the path of choosing unity. Um, you know, we've just, we've just gone through a whole nother bifurcation and a whole nother um, onset of, there are many who will be experiencing a lot of maybe very intense realities. Uh, if you're either, either choosing unity and, and dealing with yourself or you're really not and you're, you're creating a, a lot more drama, trauma. So we're seeing both happen real vividly. And so wherever you are on that spectrum, we have the choice to make a different choice and, mm-hmm. and or, or to continue upon the path of unity and really choose to be part of the solution, which is really all of us shedding what is no longer needed, choosing to forgive one another, to move into forgiving and forgetting, let go of our fragments and come into wholeness where we can sit at the round table 
we can really move in as community, as individuals who aren't taking things personal, but are really, you know, it's about the betterment and the whole. It's about that concept out there, not about whether I'm enough or worthy because I'm already know I'm enough and I know I'm worthy. So that's really the goal is why, why I do all this so that we can be in awareness, harmony, and really create the life we are wanting. We can really help support one another. We are not an island, you know, no man is an island. We do have the capacity to work together and all of the thoughts that have planted through time that we were separate are false, period. You know, it doesn't matter what color we are. It doesn't matter from what background we come from. We are all angelic humans. We are all divine Christ beings, beings of light, of infinite wisdom, and have the capacity to have a relationship to source, a relationship to beloved God, to Christ energy, to wisdom, however you want to say that, unity, uh, Allah. I mean, there's a million ways that you can express your devotion to the one or a million names you can use, and it is personal to you and with utmost respect to whatever it is you believe in your faith and know that as you, it's really just about us letting go. That's really ultimate. We let go and come into that infinite la, 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 ah, which is what we, it all is, the infinite ah, the vibration of the absolute. As you were talking about forgive, I feel at this time of the year, um, you know, uh, it's Christmas, it's Hanukkah, it's different holidays, and it's the solstice, and uh I, I would like to think of it as a season of forgiveness. Mm, you know, yes. people people are more really? forgiving this time of year. And so if we're more conscious of that, uh, about forgiving and moving forward and and that unconditional love, loving people where they are, then we can take it and create the vision we want of a future where that's part of our everyday. That's the, And it ki- continues to build and grow. Uh, rather than it's just, oh, be nice, it's the holidays, you know? <laughs> well, and, and, and I want to add into that, because what just popped in uh, that came in through um, some conversations this week is the energy of consumption. So let's also do our best to move out of consumption, especially those of us on the islands, right? Our recycling systems aren't in place. Mm. There are so many things not in place and we are consuming. And so less consumption is great. And the spirit of giving is not formed in this consumer model that we've been given of buy everything from Walmart. And can you, how much, you know, plastic can you create and and purchase? Instead, you know, I I encourage all of us, especially if you're feeling, you know, not even, not even if you're feeling strapped with finances, but if you are, it's a great option too. But even if you're not, like it's a way to show your love and care is to make something, bake something, share a dish with someone, give somebody, you know, clothing, honestly, clothing that is special to us that we keep. I have beautiful things like giving somebody something that's really beautiful to me means a lot to me, actually, yeah. because I have, I've had that. It's beautiful. I have a lot of mana. It's a special thing. Mm-hmm. So giving of as many ways we can give to one another that doesn't include money. We can give a hand advice. We can give a coupon for me to come over and do some yard work. You know, we can give each other yeah. in many ways. And I encourage us to find more ways to give as many systems are shifting out there. And we get to really form more ways to barter and give to one another mm-hmm. and create systems of support. So this holiday season, may we all incorporate 
just a little bit more giving, mm-hmm. a little another aspect of holiday of support for one another mm-hmm. in some capacity. That brings up a story. Oh, I love stories. <laughs> I was at a grocery store recently, and um, there was a gentleman in front of me who was uh, very older, and his his body clearly was having a hard day. Uh, and he had a big order of food, and he was with some some younger person was with him, obviously helping. I I never saw them. I didn't I didn't know who they were. And I had a couple of things to get, and uh, he was fumbling through all his stuff, and he goes to charge it and doesn't charge, and he tries it three times, and then he used a different card and tried that twice, and the woman says, "We'll go to the bank and we'll figure out what the problem is. We'll have to come back for your groceries." And I said to the woman, I'll, I'll buy his groceries. And the level right. of, I get goosebumps, the level of it. of gratitude I got from that experience was unlike anything I've ever experienced. Mm. And when I, sh- just talking about it, it, I'm so grateful that I could do that, yeah, that so he beautiful. would let me do that, that it just happened, the, it, it just was another way for me to see how giving, like just giving in the moment, that inspirational kind of intuitive kindness, how it gives us so much. We're helping someone else and we're we're all in this together, so. <laughs> Mm, it's so not much so, so yeah much, yeah yeah it was just oh, oh. it's really beautiful and yeah. it's true small things make such impact big things yeah. I mean, that's a big thing and a small thing and it's because you could how beautiful and the things when we can you know if can can right if no can no can but yeah. if can yeah yeah can. i said to Let's the i it. said to the <laughs> checkout person uh i said you know he he looks like he's having a pretty rough day today, and I'm having a really good day today. So, uh, let you know, let's share. Let's balance it let's out. Let's share. That's right. Because there have been days Woo. that maybe I didn't look exactly like him, but I sure felt like him. Right. So, and it's amazing yeah. what you can do to bless people and mm-hmm. to make them feel enlivened. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, let us all be a blessing this holiday season in some form and know that you can give in so many ways. You can give smiles. You yeah. give an extra word of support mm-hmm. and, you know, we can all, the more we give, the more we receive because it's this flow of letting go, right? Like I don't have to hold on to anything because it's infinite. Mm-hmm. It's an infinite field of abundance, of love, of joy, of prosperity, of kindness, of truth that I can be in my power. I can speak my heart because it, it is what it is. I'm just being and following my divine guidance. I'm being in my truth. So as each of us stands in our truth and allows ourselves the freedom, the permission to follow it, to speak it, to listen to it, and to honor one another and go, you know what? I know your opinion is going to be different from mine, Isla. Tell me. What do you think? I yeah. know she's not going to think what I think. Yeah. And that's fabulous. Yeah. And I, I embrace it. And I, I'm excited about it because it's, we get yeah. to share and learn from each other and not take it personal. She might say something. I might, well, I don't agree at all. And I'm not going to do yeah. anything you just said. And that's okay, too. Like, I mean, but I appreciate your opinion. And that's cool. That's what you think. Well, you know, sometimes when you hear something opposite of what you're feeling, it just confirms your own truth. Yeah, it might just make it, it feel might, better for myself. And yeah. now I really know. Now I really know yeah, that. thanks for telling me. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> thanks for... I- 
showing me that that's not what I want to be doing or that is what I want to be doing, you know? Yeah. It's all about our perspective. Yeah. And if we are in our power, then what Isla tells me isn't going to change. It's just going to add to my inquiry because I'm in my power. So she can say whatever she wants and I'm just going to use it as a reflection and, and reflect it into my own inner inquiry. It can't divert me from my own path because there's no hole for it to do so. See, and that's what we're... Well, you know, that's so interesting that you bring that up because I feel there has been times in my life where I was swayed by somebody stronger mm -hmm. with a stronger opinion or a stronger position on something. And uh, I don't do that anymore. And if somebody out there is listening and they do that, it's really becoming aware that you do it. It's mm -hmm. like, well you know, she has a louder voice or she knows better than me. She knows what's good for me more than I know what's good for me. And nobody like, knows better like for nobody. you. Yeah. So just listen, to, you can hear it and then you go check in with yourself. You know, we check in with ourselves and say, yeah, that's, yeah, I, I, I resonate with what she said to a point, to, whatever it is. Um, Always yeah. kind of dissecting what's yours and what mm. somebody else's. Like, mm, some of that's mine, mm, but that part's not. Because none of us are exactly the same. We're going to feel resonances. Like, you know, when you feel like, oh, yeah, 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 me too, me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, so do I. Yeah. But even though I'm feeling that, yeah, yeah, so do I, we're still totally different vessels. And how I might, we both might love ice skating. But yeah. our experience of ice skating is still going to be our own. And, you know, we each, I grew up in one place, you grew up in another. Yeah. There's all these variables. So we get to share a, an experience or a feeling. And, and this brings me kind of back to this. We're all these orbs of an infinite energy. And we're so unique because we're each a facet of God, as I was mm -hmm. saying in the beginning. So different of a facet. It's kind of a miracle that we can connect at all and mm -hmm. understand each other even a little bit. So if you look at it first from that viewpoint and you just think these are all miraculous, it's all infinite God mm -hmm. experiencing itself. And like when I get to touch and just experience a moment of the rainbow, you know, we're really resonating in this blue right now. Both of <laughs> us are feeling the blue. I love ice skating and so do you. Mm -hmm. We're both feeling it. That's such a miracle in and of itself. And we just are grateful for the experience of unity there, the experience of sharedness, mm -hmm. knowing that our uniqueness is inherent to that unity. That in our, in our unification, it's inherent that we are unique because we're in this field here and now where we're in two separate vessels. So we're absolutely unique and absolutely unified at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. And it's time for us to go. Oh, oh my so goodness. We wish all of you out there to be in your authentic self, to feel empowered, to stand in your truth reaching for more wholeness, embodying the wholeness that I am in each and every moment. If you'd like to use any tools, if you're looking, if you'd like to learn more about these things, you can visit my YouTube channel, Mikel Anna, M-I-C-H-A-L space A-N-N-A. Lots of our intuitive talk story episodes, as well as meditations and tools on spiritual growth, etc. peeling the layers. You can also find intuitive talk story on Spotify. Google and Apple Podcasts, yes, by typing in K&KR and Intuitive Talk Story, and it will, they will come up. Beautiful. Thank yeah, you, well, Isla. Thank you, love. That was beautiful. And um, thank you all for listening. And until next time, lots of love out there to everybody. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs>